0: Did I, did I say
1: that? Like, do I, I sound like that? Like, oh my, oh yeah. I mean, I'm not surprising what I say. I'm just like, I'm surprised in, like how I sound. Like, you are really not surprised
0: at all by what you say. No. But anyway, we've we've digressed long enough. I guess. Digressy. We've digressed. <laughs> everybody. Dan here. I just wanted to say very quickly, this episode was recorded before uh, the Warriors won their uh, third title. Uh, I don't think our analysis really changes at all because we pretty much expected that would happen. Uh, But more importantly, this episode was also recorded before Brian Colangelo resigned as the GM of the 76ers and uh, his wife admitted to running those fake Twitter accounts. Same thing. I don't think our analysis really changes a whole lot based on that. And I think the segment is still uh, worth a listen. So, uh, yeah, I'll leave you to it. Dan out.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all around the world, we bring you another ripping edition of the Dan vs. D Sports & Stuff podcast. Our initials DVD, as in dvd player I'm your player D with two E's and always beside me always on the right for some reason
0: D on his right radio left is Dan with an A-N.
1: yep there you go uh
0: it's great to be back with all of you again I almost uh, spelled your
1: name out so I said like, I said D with an a n but that's <laughs> your bit
0: <laughs> uh oh man. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, this episode is just going to be entirely about J.R. Smith. <laughs> Not entirely, but this is going to be the ballad of J.R. Smith.
1: Man, it's like—is he singing now? Is that like when he does like a hip hop career? Oh man! Oh no, he sings opera. No, he sings R. He sings R and B, rhythm and blues, because he must have the blues. Right oh now. man! But uh, oh yeah, J.R. Smith. Like, uh, that's a good start. Actually, yesterday... I totally uh, knew the score. That's the name of the lead single. Yesterday, actually, I actually put that image of LeBron just outstretching his arms and just, just <laughs> stared at J.R. Smith. So that's overtaking the Nakamura, you know, hitting, doing the growing shot of AJ Styles. So that's it's- my wallpaper for right now. <laughs> I might switch back and forth, but that's my wallpaper right now. <laughs>
0: Because I can't even. We'll we'll get into that in more detail as we kind of deep dive into that topic. But I, this is like heaven for me. Like the two like greatest sports stories of, of this year, maybe, have happened in like the last week, and I just cannot get enough of both of them. And one is going to die very quickly, and I feel like the other one, i.e. Uh, Brian Colangelo is going to drag on for quite a while
1: when I look at that name like from a distance it looks like cologne Brian cologne <laughs> Bartolo's cousin yes
0: <laughs> uh, but anyway uh, what else has been to go going- oh the NBA Finals are going on I guess uh, and I the
1: c- I kind of <laughs> wish that the Celtics or the uh, Rockets won one of those like uh, uh, conference final series just to like Add a little flair to it. You know? That would have been nice. I So, w- we recorded last what? We recorded during,
0: like, game two of Celtics Cavs. Was that what it was? Yeah. So That,
1: that was so cool. So, I guess we should recap what uh, what happened. Um, they took a 2-0 lead. Then they gave up two. And then, yeah. like, they won at home. And then, like, they won at home. And then, they, then uh, the Celtics missed a bunch of shots and blew it at home.
0: And... That's the interesting That's thing, is that both conference... Not conference, is yeah, it? Do conference they call it conference? Yeah, conference finals. Yeah, both conference finals uh, ended almost the exact same way. Like two teams stinking up the joint? You had each team, you had the Celtics and the Rockets, respectively, each shooting something like 18% from three. And the Rockets, in particular, missed 27 threes in, in a, row, a row. Which, if it were not for literally... The two best sports stories of the year that would have been our lead topic on this show would have been what the f happened to the Rockets. Oh, I
1: mean, like, I like to have, like, uh, uh, I saw like on a comment section of YouTube and like the Celtics, like, the, with them missing a bunch of shots, and then someone put, uh, for the Rockets, hold my beer. Oh, no, <laughs> like, for real. Because, like, like, what's interesting, man, like, I believe I saved it to my favorites, is like, go back to that video. Of all, like the, the video of like just a compilation of all those missed 27 straight three point field goals and look at the score of the Warriors as they miss those shots in a row. It just seemed like they missed and every miss, the Warriors just score is just going up and up and up and up. And you just see the collapse. It's like, it's like looking at like a, uh, a virtual live action flipbook. You know those flip books you used to have back in the day? And you just flip the pages and it would just do like a motion all throughout? It was like that with the scoreboard. It just, <laughs> if you could take a, you could just take one of those like, those flip books of all those miss, like screenshots of those misses and you just see the Warriors score just go up by like, like 20, 30 points while the Rockets score stays about almost the, like, it, it just incrementally increases because they actually managed to get, you know, put backs and two point field goals. So it, that would, I don't know, man. Like, And Reggie Miller was like, I, I think it was Reggie Miller, or was like just cringing It just how many missed shots it was. <laughs> it was just like,
0: with every brick, it was just this like thunderous sound.
1: Doom. <laughs> Doom. Oh, so like Lakers, <laughs> Lakers and Celtics at NBA playoffs? Yeah,
0: it was just like, <laughs> man, those guys just could not.
1: Can you imagine being a fan,
0: like being a Rockets fan during that night? I mean, it was kind of...
1: I mean, I was a Celtics fan, I and mean, the Celtics weren't nearly as bad, but... But they don't really... Um, they're, they've are they kind of been, like, suspect with their shooting anyway, because they're missing like their top two stars. Not like that,
0: though. They played decent offense, basically, through the entire rest of the playoffs, other than that.
1: They really night, needed, like, basically. a guy that could, like, just, like, bare his head yeah. down
0: and just go to the hoop. They needed... That was and that was a winnable game. They just needed they needed a scorer. They needed, they needed Kyrie. They needed or someone they, who at can at Air Gordon, man. They needed somebody who can go. Give me the damn ball. I'm going. Well, Keyshawn Johnson.
1: You knew I was going to say that, didn't you? Of course. Uh, <laughs> I need to get that book sometime because that sounds like an interesting read. But uh, <laughs> I kind of went nuts on
0: social media that night just because I was like bored lying in bed. And I had nothing but my phone and Twitter, and so I just kept tweeting over and over again. I think it was,
1: like, the last, like, I think it was the last minute. I just, like, I just set, I just cut my, I think I went on, like, took my tablet. Either I cut it off. No, I think I went on Twitch. I went somewhere else because I was watching the game through my tablet. I went somewhere else that wasn't TNT because I was, like, extremely depressed
0: it was really, really hard. And, and okay. there
1: was nothing that Chris Paul could have done about it. At one
0: point, I uh. tweeted out uh, that night just 6-38, which stands for 6 of 38, which is what the Rockets were shooting from 3 at that point. Man. That's horrible. Two different teams. Hey, we have a pretty good chance to win as long as we don't brick 35 threes. Oh, my Teams goodness. laughs nervously. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway um ouch it's it's awful it's uh it's absolutely awful it was really really difficult to watch and we got the matchup that nobody wanted
1: Fourth fourth year in a row yeah now how
0: <laughs> here's a question do you like do you think Cavs fans were like excited for this series at all because like knowing, that they were there
1: because like Cleveland doesn't have a whole lot to cheer for well like knowing
0: that several things are going to happen one obviously they're not going to win Get two everyone is going to like once again be questioning LeBron's legacy or some bullshit you know what I mean he will never be fully appreciated because of the number of NBA finals he has lost Not due to his own fault, but because his teams have sucked so
1: bad. Is it because, like, uh, they want to say, hey, LeBron was, like, the GM or something? They'll lean on that?
0: I mean, I wonder, but... I don't know. It just seems like there's always going to be... The, like, Jordan arc was so... Had so much, like, narrative consistency to it that he... Like struggled earlier, early in his career, because yeah, he didn't have they, he didn't
1: have Pippen back then. And then they built a team around him, that he never lost in the Yo, finals. I love Scottie Pippen. Like, and I, I'm a fan of Scottie Pippen's nose. He just had like that big, like honker that, that was just his trademark, man. Scotty Pippen's S- nose, James Harden's face. <laughs> I mean, but but Scottie Pippen, like I love Scottie Pippen. Like I, of course, I love Michael Jordan more, but. Definitely was a close second, Scotty Pippen. Maybe because of his name, Scotty Pippen. Like I mean, yep. and he and he could score the rock and everything, and play great defense. And like and pussy had like that little high... like the uh, the high top fade. Like yes. yes,
0: there aren't many NBA players who share a name with a Lord of the Rings character, Pippen, as I think we've previously
1: discussed. <laughs> man, but but man, like that was no, that was a team there, like. um... Sky Pippen was like Kyrie Irving before Kyrie Irving, except he wasn't a point guard. He was like a small forward. Yeah, but
0: yeah, good stuff. I I claimed that night that I wasn't going to watch the NBA Finals, and I guess I'm a hypocrite because I definitely watched a little. I knew you were going to watch one it.
1: It's, it. It's as like you're. Hey, a you're a dude, and two, it was sports. You can't have now, a do not watch sports, I will, unless sports is not your thing.
0: Okay, I will definitely say last night, uh, obviously this episode is not going to come out today, so this would have been, this is the, we were recording this the day after game two of the finals. So Sunday, um, it was like, what, the third? Yeah.
1: Third. Last
0: night, I definitely, because the Red Sox were on Sunday Night Baseball last night, I was definitely flipping back and forth and predominantly watching baseball. Or what
1: you could have did was like, um, have it on your uh, have on your TV and then wow um, you kind of look like the Quaker Oats guy in a way <laughs> I, I like that. with the monocle yes um, or and then you could have like your tablet like uh, if you had the the uh, cable app
0: yeah I guess I could have done watch that's, that's what I
1: that's what I do or you I put it on your laptop that's what I do like have like you know that have Spectrum and then like or if I'm watching Twitch or whatever that's why I like like my monitors, like the dual monitors set up, because I can like watch a couple of things at once. It's, it's really cool. I can't go back.
0: I used to do that, <laughs> with, not so much anymore. Because usually, if I have something on, I'm probably on my computer trying to get work done or something. I know, but.
1: but it's like. It's so revolutionary now. Remember back back in the day, you only had like that one big TV in like the living room. You had to fight your your family members like to to see what uh the watch what you want to watch. Like your dad want to watch the sports, or maybe you want to watch uh Star Trek. Maybe your sister wanted to watch like. uh something completely diverse from those things and your mom wants to watch this and it's just like a battle royale, like a, like a, like a four member battle royale and whoever got the, the remote one. Okay. <laughs> but now you can watch it like on your tablet, your phone. One of the commercials I've seen lately, Spectrum is like uh, oh, you can watch TV on TV And, and these kids are like, Ugh, who watched TV on TV? Weird. Because they were, like, watching on their phone or tablets or their laptops and they weren't really watching the cable on their TV. That's where we are as a society now. We don't, like, we we don't normally, like, sit down on and watch, sit down in front of the television anymore. Yeah. We have, have, like, new means of doing it. And if we can't make a show, we either catch it on Hulu or we'll catch clips on YouTube. And, you
0: know, as I'm thinking about it, like, I do sit down in front of the TV and, like, turn it on, but usually it's only for, like, a few minutes when I get home from work and uh, then I honestly get think, up. And I
1: honestly think TV is more of, like, a novelty or a spectacle. It's like like when uh, you and Casey came over to, like, my, my mom's house and we watched the Super Bowl. That's what I think of when you have, like, large gatherings watching yeah. TV. I think that's what TV has basically been reduced to now. It's more of, like, a... Gathering type of device now, like it, it caters to like a big gathering, yeah. Everything I'm thinking else,
0: thinking of now. like the very, <laughs> the very like 70s, 80s image of like a person alone with a TV dinner in front of their TV ever. I mean, it was called a TV dinner, there you go. But yes. every night, uh, it's interesting how different that is now
1: because, like, because everybody's on the go now, and we, and we have like we have more power. Like we have so much power in the palm of our hands now with our phones. Like, just take out your phone, man. I mean, this man, this this thing here, like, is is so powerful. If you if you put the wrong message on your Facebook or the wrong message <laughs> on Twitter, you're probably gonna be in a maximum security prison. I swear, that I'm is not power. a Nazi, you guys. That that is power. That is enough to get. It could it could like be the biggest success story for you, or you could do something that could get. You, can ruin your life. That's a lot of power, and that's a lot of responsibility. Or, in some cases, get you elected president. Maybe. Maybe. I (laughs) mean, (laughs) hey... I'm not touching that, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to stay on that. Nope. Uh, But anyway, yeah,
0: it's... uh, It's interesting the way that's changed, and... I don't know. I get annoyed when people... Like I remember a former coworker telling me that like he had like a family gathering at his house for like a bunch of people in his extended family, and he put a bowl out on the counter and made everyone put their phones in it so oh. that they wouldn't be on their phones all night and I hate that so much.
1: Well I actually the the kind of counter to that like i I don't like the I guess the approach, but I like the mindset well i I like i like what he's trying to do but i don't like the approach well i i yeah i agree with the
0: idea that like if you go to like a a party or a family gathering you shouldn't be on your phone all night but to me that's more like you're being rude rather than you should force
1: everyone to do that so you're dictating somebody's fun or experience right
0: yeah because like you know i don't know I've had many times in my life, and again, maybe I'm just younger and I have a different perspective on that, but th- I've had many times in my life where I have, you know, pulled out my phone to look something up yeah, or to show someone something or, you know what I mean? It, it's a tool just like anything else. There, I think the people who make the apps bear some responsibility for the fact that they've intentionally used all of these psychological tricks to make them more addictive, Uh, just like with Facebook, where those, that little, that little red icon that pops up when you have a notification, I
1: compulsively click on it every single time. I cannot stop. Man. You You know, but. You want to speak of like, like being addicted to something like, yeah, you ever played like a freemium game that you got addicted to? Uh. Playing
0: a little bit, I've been good at least about not spending money on those.
1: Yeah, I didn't spend money, but like I remember grinding a lot of time. And I discovered this game years ago. I think it was like uh, when I first got like, like a smartphone, and I found some a game called it was like uh, Samurai vs Zombies Three. And I was just playing and stuff. Sounds like a AAA title right there. It's it's not. But, man, like, I I got addicted to it. And, like, I didn't, like, buy anything. But it was right there. And you're looking at it sometimes. You're like, hmm, should I I pay real money to get these gold coins? No, I shouldn't because I'm broke. I I was a broke college student at the time. And I was like, okay, but I just kept playing the game and like like I was a little upset when I had, couldn't play the game and stuff and then eventually like I my interest is fizzed out because I think I ended up getting like a like an Xbox one.
0: <laughs> you also realize eventually that it's just literally impossible to like beat the game.
1: Yeah, and then it's, you play and then like you have multiplayer and you play against somebody who's obviously spent money on the game and just destroys you so it's not an even playing field. Yeah yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're aggressive, da- we are but, but
0: way way off topic. I
1: love it though. Like we're fo- we're trying to put more. I I personally would like to put more emphasis on the end stuff. I feel like we've always focused on the sports. We need like having. Like, we need to have like episodes where the sports is like a little bit, and then like the stuff it could be like your know, music and stuff like your realm.
0: Some music happens here.
1: Ding ding ding, ding, ding
0: Wait, hold ding, on. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Are you trying to do the Seinfeld theme?
1: No, like it was like that. Oh. There it is. You should like just keep your like guitar for like the rest of this episode.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> this will be like uh, one of those old like troubadour shows hmm. where the guy plays guitar and tells you a story.
1: You can like exercise your inner Drake Bell.
0: <laughs> this would be like an NPR special.
1: Damn he, uh, damn I said I just said damn 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 damn. Uh, didn't he? Boy, did he fall off? I know. It's like Josh Peck like uh, was making moves and like Drake just like. He was like doing like uh like celebrity like high diving or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. How is that even a thing? It, celebrity it, high diving? It was a it was a show on ABC, I Wow. I think, I think like for people wanting to hang on to their fifteen minutes, man, like
0: yeah. God. Yeah. Remember what we were talking about earlier, the, the spectrum of like uh how like all the steps of like the decline of a pitcher where it's like pitching well demotion to bullpen, minor league contract. I feel like that there's like a similar set of steps for the decline of a celebrity. Oh,
1: absolutely. And there's
0: like absolutely film star, sitcom star, uh,
1: reality star, and then whatever that is and then like the inverse for like someone who starts on like on the internet youtube's st- like uh youtube star then they get like a web series Designer. then yeah they get like a tv show and then it goes right back down <laughs> right yeah i mean fred got his own tv show The one that had that weird squeaky voice it uh, was <laughs> altered obviously
0: You know whose reality show I'd watch? Huh? Motherfucking Jr. Smiths. That's who's.
1: <laughs> I don't. I, that's that is. That's not a reality. That's a nightmare. It's
0: a. It's a. It's an altered reality
1: show. <laughs> man. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Like it's. For me, it. I can see how someone can make that mistake, but. If you're on a LeBron James team and the margin for error is like super duper slim, playing against the Super Warriors, that mistake can't be made. And the thing was, that moment could have been uh, uh, could have been nonexistent altogether. Because remember the uh, the the KD char- charge that was overturned, yeah, and then uh, he hit both free throws. Uh, remember when uh, Steph Curry got the three-point play and went up one? Remember when George Hill hit the hit the first free throw of the tie What if he hits that free throw? So uh, it was a lot. Of, like that's the obviously that was a big gaffe, but there was a lot of steps that led to that. That probably should shouldn't have got to that point in the first place. Doesn't excuse of, of him making like the most boneheaded thing, a boneheaded move of the NBA season by a, a clear country mile of several seasons. I yes, think, but that was like there was just it just took a lot of like it took a lot, a lot of like little mini like gaffs and like unfortunate events to get to that one. So, yeah, like if, I think that's if, fair. If, if those things don't if those if some of those things happen then we wouldn't be talking about that because it it wouldn't exist if you're talking about a parallel universe. But it did exist, and it gave me one of the the greatest still images ever of LeBron James stretching his arms out, like pointing at him, and just staring (laughs) at him, and his mouth is just wide open. He's like, dude, what what the heck? (laughs) I just, I could, you know what? Just look, watch the clip. It's just amazing when you see, like, LeBron's, like, just frantically pointing to the basket. (laughs) And then JR didn't even try to hoist the ball up. He passed the ball when it was basically like 0.3 seconds left, right? Wait, oh no, what is this? What is this?
0: Okay, here's LeBron holding spaghetti spaghetti meatballs for some reason.
1: Is JR holding a baguette?
0: (laughs) I don't... I want to find the real picture, though, is the problem. Okay, here we... Yes! That <laughs> also looks a little warped, but...
1: That's anyway. the one I use for... Um, I think that's the one I use for my uh, wallpaper, actually.
0: But it was very important. I think we just need to have this up on the screen while we're talking about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, okay, so there's... There's other aspects to this, because I think the context is what makes this funny.
1: So... I digress a sec and just see just how, like, freaking toned and, like, strong, like, uh, LeBron's arms are when he just outstretched them. I'm like, I would never have arms like that. That's a beast. (laughs) I don't even think my
0: legs are that muscular. (laughs) I don't think I, like, have the muscle mass in my entire body that his arms have.
1: Man...
0: But okay, so uh like I think in a lot of situations like this context is what makes something funny. So like think about like Bartolo Colon's home run. So what that's funny. His name?
1: What do they call him? Big Sexy?
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I like that. So like that's funny player pitchers hit home runs all the time. It's funny because Bartolo Colon to put it kindly does not look like a professional athlete Uh, and uh, knows how to play the game. And, and it really is largely because of that. And because of his kind of unflappable personality that he's become like a folk hero and why that moment was so cathartic for Mets fans who adopted him as one of their own,
1: uh, Yo, like I didn't like I forgot like how he ran and threw across the bases. I, that had to be fun to just witness him like just chugging along at the bases. He okay.
0: he took the longest home run <laughs> trot just ever seen, and not necessarily because I videos of him chasing down runners. He's actually. Pretty fast. Like, he probably is a faster runner than I am.
1: I think he, like, Um, I think when it came to that home run, though, he kind of treated like a piece of filet mignon. He savored that Oh,
0: hell yeah. Because he
1: had never never crushed a home run before, had he, in the league. No.
0: And, I mean, obviously (laughs) he never will again because he's playing for an AL team now. But but the
1: point being is
0: that, like, context is what makes things funny. So, like, how would you describe J.R. Smith's personality? Cause like I've been struggling for the right words to describe the vibe I get from him, but it's a Nonchalant. very specific
1: vibe. Nonchalant. Yeah,
0: there's a little bit of like a almost like a space cadetty kind of vibe to him. He's
1: the, he's there. Like I don't I don't really paid much attention to his antics and whatnot or his personality, but he just he just seemed like he's just there.
0: Yeah, he's he's the guy that kind of. And I mean, part of that is like how you succeed as an athlete, right? Is that you don't let bother you. Like he, he did not care that like the Warriors fans were chanting MVP at him
1: last <laughs> night. Like, oh, that's what they were doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anytime J.R. Smith touched the ball, they chanted MVP, uh, which is just just fantastic. I mean, have you
1: looked at? Have you looked at him in the face or see his eyes like during the games?
0: Sorry, I took a very poor moment to take a swig of beer there. No, it's um, good.
1: Like, um, but it just looked like he's, he's very just emotionless.
0: He's very stoic. Maybe you. Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. Like, um,
1: like, and for me, I like guys who like more, who who have that type of energy. Who have yeah. a lot, who who have like a, a lot of energy and whatnot. who Are animated. I guess because you know that's more exciting to watch. Um, but it's just like when I see J. L. Smith, it's just like, eh. Yeah, it's just kind of boring. And and I think it's a it's a fair point cuz like
0: rightly or wrongly like that does his kind of on-court persona does affect the way people perceive him. And you know, coupled with the fact that like, you know, he's never seen a 3-point attempt that he didn't like.
1: It also looks like he in this photo just kind of looks like he he just he just stand there, just taking it. Like it just looks like he just kind of doesn't care either. He's just like, (laughs) and And LeBron looks like he's getting rage, Like the way his arms are stretched out, if he was like within reaching distance of him at the time, it looked like he was about to choke him. (laughs) I mean, it's just like it it was frustrating because. Your best player is playing the game of his life, and it ends, and it, that, I mean, it, the game didn't end there, but it basically was like the kiss of death, because that was when the Warriors just ran roughshod on them.
0: They clearly, as like a team, looked kind of psychologically broken after that.
1: It, it, it makes me think of, uh, no, no, what it makes me think of, um, well, to a lesser degree, it makes me think of, but um, but this moment actually is much bigger than this one. Remember when um, Miami had like originally they had declared like that was an incomplete pass, and they had won against Ohio State and they were raining the confetti and everything, and then the referee was like, "Nope, that was pass interference." Oh, and that was the, the team the with Maurice
0: the Phantom call.
1: Yeah, and that was the the that was with Maurice Clarett. That that he was on that team. Oh snap! And then and that's when they lost. They they, they lost because they they celebrate and they're like. You knew they checked out because it's like, yo, we have to play more football, but we won the game. But this referee says no, and then they had to go back and play the rest of the game. And that's what made me think of when the overtime—they had the game, they had the chance to, to steal game one. But when they didn't do it in regulation, it gave it gave a team that you shouldn't give new life to new life because once you do, they're gonna blow. You. They, they will blow you out afterwards.
0: The Warriors already have plenty of new life just at the beginning of a game. It's it's enough of an ask just to beat them in 48 now, minutes.
1: Now let me ask you something though. Would the Warriors still be the Warriors if they if KD didn't sign with them? Um they those maybe be stuck with Harrison Barnes. <laughs> I love Harrison Barnes. He came from he he played for Carolina. That so winter. that's
0: it's an interesting question cuz they offered so what set all of this in motion is Steph's ankles, because obviously he didn't sign a max contract. He was signed pretty cheaply, and Clay was signed pretty cheaply, so they were able to go out and add KD when Harrison Barnes walked away from the contract they offered him and signed with uh, They didn't
1: really... They actually gained more than they lost, to be honest. Yeah. He was still a good player, but he did not have the consistency like KD does. Yeah. All the intangibles like KD does. But...
0: It's an interesting question I mean I still think they would be an amazing team they I just still they' would be in the be,
1: finals but they wouldn't be they, they wouldn't be blowing people out well it would just be a team that's
0: significantly more reliant on like the old school Splash Brothers you yeah. know
1: like for me it, like if you take KD off of this team we're talking at least six games for this finals we're not talking about getting the brooms.
0: Yeah, I think yes. that's fair, because this this particular team, I think because of the KD contract, and because they're right up against it, they, like, you take away Andrea Aguadala for these last few games, and their bench looks real thin. But it's basically really like get... Sean Livingston and some guys.
1: Sean Livingston's actually... Yo, they... Freaking Javel McGee was bald last night. I haven't heard it's this. have <laughs> heard his name in months. Hardest, <laughs> it's, it's I don't to really watch even. the Warriors because it's, it's like spoiler alert. I win. It's like John Cena, like a John Cena match.
0: So during the regular season, their games start at ten thirty at night.
1: Oh yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. that. Um,
0: but, but yeah, I mean this. That, like the rest of the finals is probably not going to be as entertaining as that one moment. It, but this magic moment. Like like the 30 I, for 30. I really feel like this image that we have on the screen here in front of us That sums LeBron's up all the fans right now. Hands,
1: <laughs> that sums that up image, basketball fans. This in my opinion, this
0: image is going to live on long beyond even LeBron's career. Like this is unfortunately one of the like indelible images no. and moments of his career. And, unfortunately – and, again, I don't think – it's really not fair to heap all of this on J.R. Smith because he's generally been a good player in his career, but – you know what I mean? It's but it, just,
1: has he been a great player, though? No. Yeah. But it's just, like,
0: emblematic of what what this run in Cleveland has been for for <laughs> him, you know, like – and and re- his first run in Cleveland too, you know the like kind of garbage team that he got to the finals in 07 that just got just
1: destroyed by, by San Antonio it, like uh, like Daniel Gibson and like Z- Booby Druna- Gibson yeah Booby Gibson so, uh, Mo Williams Zdrunas Z- I love was, that was name. Larry Hughes on that team too <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh my god was, was it Drew Gooden on that team too Oh my god
0: With he the, was the ball guy. <laughs> uh, Man, that team was not very good,
1: but they but they still won games. I just remember like they still won games. If you take that team and you put against this this Cavs team would with this with this current Cavs team, smoke that that 2007 Cavs. Oh yeah,
0: I think LeBron is probably better now. <laughs> <laughs> if it's just you gotta win one game and LeBron has an unlimited theoretical amount of time to prepare for that one game, then he's gonna win the
1: game. Who was the coach though for that that year for? The 07 uh Cavs. That was when um oh God damn it what's the guy he's the assistant coach of the Warriors
0: now and he coached the Warriors while Steve Kerr was uh had like the back surgery or whatever Mike
1: Brown yes, yes yeah right, Mike, Mike yeah Mike Brown yeah, I see Mike was, Brown he was the Cleveland the, coach I, all those yeah days. I can't yeah like I can't like uh like I can't forget that trademark look those glasses and that his that shiny bald head like, yeah yeah. <laughs> It was a very it was a very signature look Dude, he coached the Lakers for a bit. He did? Yeah. I, I think like Luke Walton like replaced him or something like oh, the following year. <laughs> no, I think he got fired and then there was like an interim coach.
0: <laughs> Lakers are trying to copy us by hiring a cool young guy as their coach. <laughs> but Brad Stevens though is is uh is the goat. Yeah. I don't know why I might call him the goat, but he's uh maybe a lion. He's top three. He's top three. Maybe he's like a mountain <laughs> goat. Yeah, man. Although I guess mountain goats are way cooler than man, regular goats. I don't know what a mountain goat is,
1: man. Yeah. But, They're goats, but they live on mountains. But I, still, <laughs> but I would still say, though, like, uh, I'm just going to digress a sec. But I'm just <laughs> going to show love for Eric Spoelstra. When he, like, pulled uh, uh, LeBron, Wade, and Bosh together and, just, and uh, coached them. He's also done a really good job with the, like, post- Big three teams. I mean, ooh, hey, man. Especially given that, like... Also, he's got Pat Riley to guide him, too, man. Yeah. Pat Riley, man. But, I mean,
0: like, he's done a, like, legit, really good, like, the, the teams, like, in recent years with, like, Dion Waiters and Hassan Whiteside. Hassan
1: <laughs> Whiteside. <and> <laughs> Whiteside.
0: <laughs> essentially, like, the ghost of uh, Dwayne Wade, but not actually
1: Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Is Dwayne Wade, like, a geriatric now? No, that's Dirk Nowitzki. Never mind. That's Dirk. <laughs> that's
0: Dirk. Yeah. <laughs> Poor
1: Dirk. Dirk um, was like, great for
0: a long time, though. Yo, know,
1: if they get swept with this image, just like, I'll, could you like Photoshop or have somebody Photoshop like a broom or something?
0: I mean, I think you can. If you just look closely, you can see a broom in the corner of the image sneaking towards
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, I, I like this. Like the most stories, like it was like from thirty for thirty. Like this magic moment when they do like the the Chronicles of like uh of uh the Orlando Magic back when they had Shaq and uh, Penny Hardaway and when they went to the finals oh uh, God. against Houston and like they had, oh okay bigger gaffe now than this um, Nick Anderson he missed four straight free throws they had the lead by they, they were up by three he missed two straight free throws got the offensive rebound Got fouled, missed two, missed a pair more. They call a timeout. Got the, I guess, uh, got the half court uh, uh, inbounds. Hit a three. Went to overtime. Beat them. And that's what led to the train of them just falling and falling, eventually going like just losing
0: 4-0. I will put that gap bigger than this. So that one. was in a, that was in a game one.
1: Yes. I was not an
0: NBA fan back then, I will I just.
1: I only knew about that because I watched that 30 for 30, but Nick Anderson is probably the biggest NBA gaffe I've ever seen in a finals game because that set the tone for the rest of the series. And I think that is setting the tone for this series. That was one play. This was missed four straight missed free throws that could have iced the game. yeah. Yeah, so there's been I mean, bigger gaps. That one at least ranks higher. Will definitely rank higher than that one. And but the store, but the story I was gonna say is after like when they were on the bus and they're riding out, people like from Houston had the brooms and they were just sweeping their like, their bus windows, <laughs> just get the sweep sweep. sweep. I will say, um,
0: I will say like this is one of those things where like. When you think about, like, what could have happened in that moment... So, okay, if JR knows what the score is, and he rebounds the ball, and then he just... Just put it up. Tosses it up, and then he bricks it. The same result. The game goes to overtime. Um, you know what I mean? There's maybe, you know, what, a 30 40% chance that JR makes that shot. Uh, so, in terms of, like, what happens in the greater universe... Nothing changes. Yeah, but it's same. entirely just the the mental. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's not like the the calves were down by one, and that definitively one mistake made them lose yeah. the game.
1: But uh, for me, it's like if he would have put the shot up, he would at least he would at least got the at least you tried award. You, right, <laughs> he would
0: not be remembered forever.
1: In this oh, he's going down in infamy, man. <laughs>
0: so it's just worth worth considering that you know I mean like so many different things ultimately like you know it's never just the one thing and the one thing usually doesn't matter as much as you think it doesn't In, like,
1: matter how hard you try the Steve
0: Hartman <laughs> play uh if I remember right, I might have to look this up because I can't remember. But the Steve Bartman, the Cubs, the Cubs gave up like four or five runs after, after the Steve Bartman
1: play. Like you can and make a you can make a case for momentum, but come on, they just didn't make the play. What if Moises Alou had just dropped the ball there? Now he would be reme- Oh, you mother... <laughs> you were not allowed to eat that. Sorry, we have a cat like uh, just like trying to like eat like a eat like a. A disc, like a, a video disc? game box. <laughs> I <laughs> bought it with the box
0: for a reason, so I could have the box. Wow. Anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, point being is, or uh, I can't take credit for for this for making this connection because I think that was Brian Winhorst on the uh, ESPN basketball show, but he compared it to Bill Buckner. Um, um, if Bill Buckner um, times it better. No, if Bill Buckner fields that ball and gets the out, it's a tie game. The Met, Like, the Red Sox meltdown had already occurred at that
1: point. Oh, okay.
0: Red Sox were up 5-2 to two going into the ninth inning. I think it was 5-2. to two, I can't remember now. But they were up by three runs. And their closer gave up three runs. And then, obviously, Ooh, the error scored the winning run. But, Dang. you know what I mean? Like, they were already in the midst of a meltdown at that point. Dang. No one remembers who the fuck Alvin Shirelli was. Wow,
1: dude. Oh, um.
0: but you know, that's just how those things go. Or, you know, I mean, case in point, like, uh, if you go back to the Aaron Boone game where uh, (laughs) Grady Little didn't take Pedro out, same sort of situation, right? Like, it's entirely, I mean, he should have taken him out because third time through the order penalty and stuff, but like, oh, you really never know. I mean, I guess Mike Timlin and Alan Embry were both good at that point, but still.
1: Anyway, um, I I have a question for you now. So I remember I was asking you about the would the Warriors be as good like uh, if you uh, without KD? Yes. Now, here here's my question: Would KD even have been uh, went to the Warriors if the Cavaliers didn't embarrass the Warriors and beat them coming back from three one? But like go back, coming back from one three, and beating them for that championship, giving the uh, LeBron's uh, one and only championship with Cleveland. Can right. you if you rewind that, and the Warriors end up beating them, then they wouldn't have no use for they wouldn't have no reason to get KD. Well, hold on. So what you're saying, one that would change the narrative. I think you're saying the Warriors blew a three one lead. They that's what the that's what the <laughs> history books say. No, but I'm not gonna milk that because I'm I'm just saying hey I can't a, say much because they just blew a perfect season. Yeah. So I can't I just, speak. I just
0: liked those jokes. They were fun in their day.
1: And then um, also the Falcons blew a twenty five point lead.
0: The Falcons definitely blew a twenty five point lead. Dang. Twenty eight uh, three motherfucker. Dang. Uh no, but so your question is if the warriors won, we'll even just say the warriors won games. So
1: basically seven. if they basically like, won all the straight championships like these last few years, would there even be a space for Kevin Durant? Because they really would because like they really got him. So they would have a better finisher to close games out so that way they wouldn't blow leads like that again. Well, counterpoint, okay,
0: one could argue that what truly set Kevin Durant leaving Oklahoma city in motion was they could beat the warriors was the series against the warriors where Oklahoma city was up three to one and then they blew a three to one lead. And that's how the warriors even got to the finals that year. Uh, And people have said that is a huge part of why it was, it was his experience in those three games that convinced Kevin Durant that he could not win with that team.
1: But for me it takes two detangles. Like yeah, that's like for on his side, but it also takes the Warriors to wanna throw like a crap ton of money at him. Like to well, be on his team be on their teams. Like but if they have won like that championship that year as well, then they really wouldn't have no need though, for for Kevin. See, that's where I disagree because yeah. I think you always are trying to improve. Regardless
0: of whether you've I mean, won or not. I mean,
1: how can you improve if you've already won a championship? Like especially if, especially if you win it like a couple years running. <laughs> Look at the
0: Astros. The Astros won the World Series and they went, screw it. Let's just go get Garrett Cole. And they literally have five guys in their starting rotation who are all pitching like number ones right now.
1: I mean, well, because... Why not? When you win... You do I, I, the, uh, the get to your point on that. Like when you win, when you're a winner, people want to play for a winner. It,
0: I think, in other sports, it's way harder to do because, like, if like the kind of first cycle of Patriots championships, each successive year they had more talent stripped away, both from their coaching staff and the roster. Dion Branch left and signed a big free agent contract. He, go, he went to Seattle or after something. he was the Super Bowl MVP and. And it's happening with this team, too, where they lost... Um, we
1: lost uh, Amidola to Miami. They, we, we're, we lost players. We lost um, Butler we to lost Tennessee. Butler, which, we lost Deion Lewis to Tennessee. Good on
0: Butler because, you know... Good on Dion Lewis, too. But, and uh, Matt Patricia, who
1: who the fuck knows what's going on with that. They said, but, like, he, he isn't going to be disciplined, I think. I heard us so. all.
0: Yeah. But anyway, we don't have to go there now. Right now, yeah, but,
1: that was messy. Um, <laughs> but,
0: uh, and then that weird situation with Big Daniels. did we ever even
1: cover that on the show? Oh, when he like uh, reneged on the Colts and just went back to the Patriots, and, like, and he just left, left the, his uh coaching staff that he hired like out the dry, just to basically rot with the Colts along with their like <gasps> bad offensive line. There had to be some sort of like. Josh McDaniels woke up... Ursay must have said something stupid, man.
0: Josh McDaniels must have woken up in his, like, Indianapolis hotel room that morning,
1: and there was just a dead horse head in the bed with him,
0: <laughs> like in The Godfather.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, or Ursa, or he might have, like, caught Urse like, doing blow or something. He accidentally saw Urse in the shower. Nah, but, like, he, Urse might have said something stupid, and he was like, You know what? I'm going back to the Patriots. I think Bill did something. It, I really do. Probably always, Bill's always doing something, but we won't know about it. Yo, what if he's secretly like a mob boss? Because he would be a perfect mob boss because he don't talk. He don't talk. You don't know what his move, or you don't know what his uh, th- his current move or his next move is going to be or his next 10 moves are going to be. I mean, and he's all about the money. In another life... Man, I'm can you imagine being a boss? I'm convinced <laughs> that in that another bomb?
0: life, Phil Belichick was a great Roman emperor. You know what I mean? He, had, <laughs> he has the personality type. And uh, even if in in just this life, he had chosen politics instead of football. Yeah. He would have done some f- up sh- I mean, I guess not any worse than what's going on right now. But you know what I mean? Like... His hair would be better at least. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't really have to uh, we don't really have to speculate about what President Bill Belichick would be like, but you never know. Tom
1: Bray would be like the vice president?
0: A lot of people have speculated that Tebow might want to go into politics eventually.
1: You know what? And he would win. That's the, he, he honestly, dude, Tebow could be realize...
0: elected president of the United States if he wanted. Either. He could. Easily. Like it w- that would be so incredibly easy. Um, anyway, we don't have to go there. That is a very strange topic, and I don't know why that's what I was thinking about. But <laughs> anyway, I guess that's J. If we're if we're R. meandering Smith. this badly, I guess we're done with J. R. Smith. J. R. Smith. Um,
1: J. R. Smith, shake it off. But I think your Cavs are doomed because y'all just played a, a just a superior team. Um. All right. What we uh, we were we were talking about like that? I guess like if uh, K. D. Like like. Would he still be with the with the Warriors even yeah. if they won? But yeah, you say no, I say yes. Uh-huh. I guess it's just a whole bunch of factors, but like, who? Yeah, who knows? Who really know? I mean, the other thing is,
0: if LeBron hadn't won, would he have? Would he have left the Cavs already?
1: See, there's a lot of moving parts now. Because I
0: want to say that uh, I want to say that he's signed successive, like, two-year deals. Because I don't think he signed for all four years when he went back there. I think he signed a two-year deal, and then he renewed it after they won. Right, right, right. So, yeah, 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 that's if right. they had lost, would he be in Houston right now, or... Who's the I same? Mean, probably not Philadelphia then, because they were
1: that. Garbage. That was still the process. Um, <laughs> Sam Hickory, trust the process! Hashtag we're going to get to Sam Henke, Uh
0: because we have actual real-life Sam Hickey-related content. Oh, no. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, it's interesting that that one, basically that one thunderous block that he had off the backboard really set in motion so many different things uh, that have kind of changed the face of the NBA as we know it. The NBA. This is a very NBA-centric episode, but that's okay. I mean, that's what
1: we've really had right now. There's, yeah, I mean,
0: that's where all of the most compelling storylines are right now, and I I have a fervent, maybe not hatred, but I have a fervent distaste for discussing football in the football off, like, my coworkers were, like, super excited to talk about the NFL schedule the day they released it, and I just (laughs) couldn't imagine, like... I don't know. I just get footballed out, dude. And I, like, really don't want to talk about football again until, like, September. I can't talk about football unless they're actual games being played. Yeah, I
1: just... (laughs) I really
0: don't want to, (sighs) like... I don't like it being, like, a 24-7 thing when so much of football fandom, even during the season, is, like, actually just following the legal system.
1: I'm not really going to, like, talk about it Because, like, I'll be like, Hey, you see that guy in training camp? Because, like, if I fall in love with a player in training camp... Next thing you know, he's going to get cut before week one by Belichick. <laughs>
0: remember Amir Abdullah, who was the fantasy darling, and then he
1: just did nothing? Remember Jonas Gray? Cordero Patterson, who is now a Patriot? Oh my gosh. Jonah, remember Jonas Gray? He got cut, I guess, because he like, overslept his alarm, and now he's like out of the league, I think? Growness J. Man. But yeah, let's, but go, anyway, but yeah okay. let's, go, let's go on to this Colangelo. Okay.
0: So, the ringer came forward, and they presented compelling evidence that up to five Twitter accounts oh, no. are <laughs> potentially linked to Brian Colangelo. Now, it's important to clarify at this juncture that there is no definitive proof that he operated any of the accounts, Um one of them basically never tweeted anything, and that was the Phylla12345 account or whatever. And that is the one that he actually admitted was his account. And it's a common practice for GMs to to have a, basically a fake Twitter account that they use to monitor social media. Oh, that's normal? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, to monitor. The idea being they're official, you know, they're a public figure. They can't really go around liking, you know... I don't know random things on Twitter. Uh, there's probably like guidelines and stuff for how they're supposed to how they're supposed to behave on social media. So the idea being the you know that's kind of part of the job is to monitor what's in the news public because like public perception could affect the value of players on your team or any number of things. So that's not the part that is interesting or scandalous.
1: Scandalous.
0: But and what's interesting about this is that. They were tipped off to this because an anonymous tipster contacted the writer of this article, and this guy had run all kinds of crazy data algorithms that basically analyzed the online behavior of these accounts.
1: And So in other words, that guy had, like, too much time on his hands? Basically. <laughs>
0: but then he discovered that the behavior of these five accounts was, like, bizarrely similar to each other in a way that real people probably wouldn't be. And there were all sorts of, again, I'm not going to read the whole article to you, but there were all kinds of really interesting tidbits, like things like one of the accounts that Colangelo swears is not his followed a really obscure guy who is not an NBA-related person. He was a business guy that Colangelo was in partnership with like 10 years ago.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I've never seen that article, Yep.
0: You know what I mean? Like someone who's not NBA-affiliated at all. That's just someone that really probably only Brian Colangelo would know or think to follow on social media. Right, right. So, it's stuff like that. It's a whole lot of basically circumstantial evidence. So, we don't really know if it's the case or not. But, these accounts were doing things like criticizing 76ers players, uh, calling, uh, you know, insulting Joel Embiid, New Orleans Noel... Uh, Jaleel Okafor, Markel Fultz, um, and, and very consistent and passionate in their defense of Brian Colangelo against all criticism. I didn't know this. Apparently, 76ers fans do not like Colangelo very much because they loved Sam Hankey. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> they loved Sam Hankey so much. And Trust
1: the process.
0: Again, I just. You know, it never... Like, him drafting the good players never was the problem. It's that he just kept trading things for more future assets and kept treating developing a team like it's a math problem.
1: So, he, uh, so in other words, he basically told uh, Danny Ainge to hold his beer. Pretty much. <laughs> but you know what? Danny Ainge did
0: the thing, man. And he did things like draft weird good... Like... Danny Ainge f-ing destroyed, and again, this is Calangelo, This is not St. Hinky, but Danny Ainge destroyed Colangelo because he basically led everyone to believe that he wanted Markel Foltz and then traded down from the number one pick to get the guy he really wanted. <laughs> he artificially inflated the value of one player so that he could cash out the pick and get the player he really
1: wanted. That's just some, that's like, like Belichick He got Tatum. Yeah, and Tatum just looks like he just fits with himself. And Tatum is a future like,
0: maybe not superstar, but like a future top twenty player in the NBA.
1: do you think he'd be like like a Kawhi Leonard?
0: He right now can play offense and defense. Yeah, neither of which is good as Kawhi. But I've seen comparisons.
1: I've heard comparisons on ESPN about. Um, He's like, he's like uh, compared more to like uh, Leonard. And his, his frame reminds me a lot. Obviously, he's not as tall as
0: KD, but his frame reminds me a lot of what Kevin Durant looked like when he came into the league. Yo, it's
1: remember, just he like, all He was, like, bows. tall and skinny, and yeah. now he do um,
0: bulked up. And it's, like, he's got, like, 20, 25 pounds of muscle.
1: Yo, I on. was looking at Steph Curry, and I was like, man, this dude do um, bulked up over the years. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was, like, small and skinny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because of, like, how babyface Curry is.
1: He's ever, he, he goes the beard now. Curry's older than me. He, he's 30 years old. Yo, like, remember when he didn't have the beard? Now he has that beard. Yeah. Yo, remember he was, like, talking that smack to, like, LeBron James at, in, in, in overtime?
0: <laughs> Wouldn't you? If you were hitting shots like that, holy crap, man.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, um, I just, I can't get enough of this story. The idea of a GM... A famous, important basketball man, like insulting his own players on social media, and the other thing—the real—the real problem is that he, if it, these accounts potentially revealed, uh, confidential medical information about uh, about Sixers players.
1: Oh, that's not good. Um, that's not good. At and
0: all. I believe it was Okafor because they several of the accounts were saying insisting to 76ers writers over and over again that Okafor failed a physical, and that's why they couldn't trade him. Uh, So, like, that's potentially a violation of, like, HIPAA law.
1: It is. That very much is, man. So, like, I I seriously
0: doubt anyone will ever prove Colangelo was or was not connected to these accounts. But if they did, like, I mean, you would know better than me. He could go to jail for that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's serious shit.
1: Even then, like, he, he right now, he's just still... He's seen, as, he's seen as a rather... Kind of a jerk right now. Yep. I mean, like, And <laughs> whether he's innocent or not, man, which I don't think he is, like... I mean, it, it sounds like... So far-fetched that... Like... Uh, it sounds so far-fetched, like, how would it not be true? Yeah, it's just so bizarre,
0: and... I mean... Like, there's all sorts of theories going around that it's his wife or one of his kids or somebody else in his family. And I mean, you know, that's possible. A lot of this hinges on the other, the other very uh, suspicious piece of evidence that all of the accounts were almost immediately deactivated as soon as the writer told the 76ers about two
1: of the accounts. So, in other words, it makes, that lets me know, like, um, something's, something's been hidden so yeah so the, the writer, tracks are being being covered
0: so the writer was pretty sure about two of the accounts and kind of had suspicions about the other three Uh huh. so he went and said hey I've identified these two twitter accounts um, that I think are connected to the GM do you guys have any comment?
1: at least one has got a hit
0: and then within an hour all five accounts had been taken down
1: So is that a clinky dick? Draw your own
0: conclusions, people. And I mean, go to the ringer and read the story. If you haven't already, I mean, it makes you
1: think of, uh, if you've
0: even, if you've only just seen the memes, take the time, read the whole story. It's really interesting stuff about the new bizarre social media reality. We live in where like, this is a thing like, this is literally a scandal that couldn't have happened 10 years ago. It's amazing. Because we didn't have social media at the time. Yeah.
1: But anyway. Also, our closest social media was like MySpace. Oh gosh. I'm so... Oh man. Dang. I'm, that's interesting. And like um, people the
0: age of Brian Colangelo wouldn't have had a MySpace, period. You're right, right. That was, like, that was
1: like for us teenagers to like you know, be teenagey and like you know, be emo kids and stuff. <laughs> or just pimp out like our like profile pages. Um, But I was going to say like That reeks of, like, uh, him taking out on his accounts, that reeks of, like, people, when they post something that they really think, and then it's, like, this uproar um, of comments they are, like, they're outraged by what they say, and then they claim they were hacked.
0: That's my favorite, yeah. (laughs) Um, And obviously, this also brings to mind the Kevin Durant uh, Twitter scandal from last year, where um, an account, and I forget how people identified and figured out that this account was his account, but basically, same thing. KD had some burner accounts that he was using to argue with people about how great KD is, and saying things like, you know, KD couldn't win because Russ was holding him back and the coach was holding him back, and all this stuff. And then he accidentally tweeted that stuff from his real account. Twitter account. And so it was just Kevin Durant's account with however many millions of followers he has tweeting back at some rando guy. He <laughs> being like, yeah, KD couldn't win because, you know, the coach sucked.
1: He put, he put, he, so he, he pulled a J.R. Smith. Basically. You didn't, you forgot to check the clock in the score. <laughs> I forgot to check one account. Um, <laughs> um, and
0: it's unfortunate because that scandal happened. I, it's probably not fair to call it a scandal, but that gaff happened. Uh, before we had a podcast, so we didn't really get to talk about it when it was in the news. Oh, man. But uh, that's maybe my second favorite thing that's ever happened. I mean,
1: My third favorite is, like, the manti tail story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that was the
0: original version of all of these. But,
1: uh, <laughs> also,
0: Draymond Green's dick pic. What? Um, yeah, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. He accidentally just tweeted a photo of his penis.
1: How do you accidentally do that?
0: He thought it was a DM. He thought he was DMing someone a dick pic,
1: and then he just tweeted a photo of his dick. Like DM like like private message? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Was was he DMing like a lady friend or something? Uh because that would be weird if it was like like, like one of his friends. Like. July 31st, 2016. <laughs> oh. So yeah, Anyways, Colangelo is a jerk.
0: Anyway, yeah, it's, uh, man, I just, I can't get enough of this story. It's my favorite. It's one of my favorite things that's happened this year. It makes you
1: think of, like, a soap Um, opera, like, the beautiful.
0: It really is. So, like, today, (laughs) or a few days ago, the 76ers announced that they're, like, hiring a firm to investigate Colangelo and the Twitter accounts. To figure out if he's connected to them or not. So, like, this is legit serious business, and it is like a significantly real possibility Uh, that he does not survive this. That he gets are we we talking
1: about like uh, United States serious? Are we talking about Russia serious? Like Russian spy serious? Um, I mean, in like the much
0: smaller context of the sports world, this is this might end up being kind of similar to that. Um. Except, obviously, I'm sure Brian Colangelo isn't going to come out and claim that he is the commissioner of the NBA, which is basically what the president is doing right now. <laughs> but, uh... Man. I am Adam Silver, therefore I can pardon myself.
1: Can I tell you, like, a quick story before we end? Like, sure. Like, uh, now this, this happened on the basketball court. I was like at the Y, and we're actually playing a game. I think it was like three on three, four on four, whatever. And like, I guess the girl was the point guard, whatever. And like, and I'm just playing defense. I'm just playing regular defense. Nothing inappropriate. Nothing like that. And I guess like she didn't want me to steal the ball, whatever. And um, I guess like my defense was annoying. I guess just I was just playing good defense. And then she pulled the ball away and she like slapped me right in the face and I fell down. <laughs> Damn. stung like hell. But like <laughs> But like why? Just because you were playing defense? Yes! I don't know. Like, all I remember I, I think I was like maybe 12. 11 or 12 at the time. That was a long time ago, but I just It's like you never forget your first like, that can apply to you just getting getting the crap slapped out of you in your face. You d- you don't know what's, what pain feels like. Like, you don't know what annoying pain feels like when someone just, like, out of the blue, slaps you in the face. God. <laughs> I, was thinking. I was thinking about that on the drive here, like, uh, earlier today. I was like, man. I need to talk about that time I got slapped in the face. Dang. <laughs> I
0: was expecting this would be like a situation like where where LeBron got poked in the eye where there was like a hard drive to the basket or something, but No, she just got pissed at you for playing defense and went, wham!
1: Yes! <laughs> Dang, dude. Hey, let's just say that stopped me like in my tracks for a second. I actually fell down and I think my eyes were kinda of tearing up a little bit, because I'm like trying to figure out what the heck happened. Now
0: now, obviously, if that happens in playoff NBA basketball, that's a tech one, right?
1: Yeah, but like in the or not a tech
0: one. I'm sorry, a flagrant one.
1: Yeah, but like in the in the, but when you're in the Y, when you're playing basketball in the Y, like you know, just like recreational basketball, yeah, anything goes. Can you can you call technical fouls out on the playground? Um. No, you can't. <laughs> you cannot. Now,
0: I'm trying to think about... Now, I remember one time I had this weird habit where I would... When I was coming out of the front of Founders Hall, um, I would jump down the stairs outside. I don't know why. I just thought it was fun. I think I actually did that before. That's fun. And I remember this was like at night one time. And I like came bursting out of those doors. And I jumped down the stairs and... I like jumped past this girl. <laughs> and now I didn't, I don't even think I almost crashed into her. I was maybe, gonna say
1: you jumped on a Goomba.
0: Maybe it was like <laughs> uncomfortably close or something, but she like yelled at me. She was like, f- her. Or
1: something. Was, like,
0: Be careful, F. Her. She said something F her to me. And, uh,. It, the oh. moment was like here and gone before I even realized what happened.
1: Ooh,
0: wow, man. But I felt bad because I was just like, I was just I was just
1: like,
0: <laughs> It's I'm like, a, you know, when you're when you're like a kid and you like do a stupid thing and you don't know
1: why. Man. just do. Man, I'd rather be called a fuck and just get the shit slapped out of the like for no reason. <laughs>
0: Well, I will say, because I don't think we've actually done this in a while. Uh, you should follow us on Twitter. Woo-hoo! Our Twitter is, I believe, uh, I have to actually look because I can't remember. Our Twitter, <laughs> our Twitter is at uh, DVD sports show with two, S's. The two uh, S's and our email. You should also email us topic ideas, things you'd like to say. You could email us weird pictures of things. I don't know. We will also accept pictures of your dogs or cats. We like that. Uh, but email us at dvdcastpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Hmm? dvdcastpod at gmail.com. Wait, wait, so was that my or something? I, I wanted you to also say it. Oh,
1: okay. Let's do it again. <laughs> wait, Email wait, us.
0: E- <laughs> All right. Like, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Zen. 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 Wait. So Jackson's in this? Oh crap! No. <laughs> no, I can't have his old man takes without the mellow. He's gonna Anthony? start talking about LeBron's posse.
1: No, I thought he was gonna talk about Carmelo again. Oh,
0: God. Uh... Okay. I'm calm. I'm one with the pen. Uh you should email us at <laughs> You should email us at dvdcastpod, DVDcastpod at gmail.com. DVD Wait, you want me me <laughs> say that again? I was thinking of it more of a call and response, but you know what? That's fine. We got it in the can, it's all good.
1: Hey buddy. I mean I was like, uh, what should I just tell him like, hey, just hey, just email us. Yeah, just just email us with that uh um, uh, dvdcastpod <laughs> at gmail.com so like um, uh, I don't really use it so that's oh. why it's like, it's like oh okay it's Like, I, sometimes I forget we have like a gmail account but uh, uh, one, one thing I
0: will I will <laughs> say also really quickly is uh, if you are a non if you are a non iPhone user um, the only platforms we are on currently we're on SoundCloud obviously that's where this show is originally hosted uh, and we're on iTunes. Yeah. If you would like, if you are a non-iphone user and you're maybe following the show on SoundCloud and being like, "What the hell are these guys doing?" Uh, mm-hmm. And you would like to see us on a podcast platform other than iTunes, uh, email us or tweet at us. Let us know that yeah. if there is even one person who is interested in seeing us on another platform, I will put in the time oh. and research to figure it out. Bro, YouTube. Oh, we're on YouTube also.
1: Yeah, we can throw it on, episode on YouTube, and I can, like, create, like, a Twitch channel. We can throw those on there, because you can throw videos. okay, yeah. Yeah, would you mind doing that, actually? I can do Twitch. Um, I like Twitch, because I'm, like, on Twitch like, every day, anyway. I fall asleep to Twitch. <laughs> I really do. Hey, guys, we thank you for coming out once again. Our um, now, what? five listeners I think no? so that'd be cool we have
0: some we have some number of listeners that is a non-zero number or at least subscribers and
1: so that's something
0: to um, be honest that number is quite enough for me it is you all make it quite worth
1: it you complete me anyway I'm just glad uh, that you're able to join us you know, listening to uh, our uh, our knowledge and our hijinks um, it's mostly hijinks. Let's Mostly be hijinks. I mean, like, I honestly think we're like the sports podcast. Uh, we're just, we're the, we are like this, uh, the Seinfeld version of sports uh, podcast. It's the show about nothing. Like, uh, if, if no one has trademarked that, I want to work on trademarking that.
0: On the like analysis to entertainment scale, we're definitely about 98% entertainment and
1: like 2% analysis. <laughs> exactly. Like, but I that's know. the fun part. Uh huh like we don't have like degrees in like journalism and all that stuff to like be able to be taken seriously as analysts <laughs> or we haven't like actually played the been or not former players of the game
0: exactly so we uh I love that like at the beginning when we started doing this, I was so convinced that we had to have like a hook and a premise. And the premise was gonna be like, we're sports fans talking about the experience of being sports fans. We still and hey, we've, we've just like never
1: done that. Well we're sports fans, we still talk about that. People know we're Patriot fans and all and and hey. Um
0: Point being the premise doesn't really matter because the the content is we you and I are the content. We are the content.
1: Um, we are the world. We are the children <laughs> 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 but we really uh, appreciate the support you guys. Uh, we enjoy doing this like we, whether we had an audience of like zero or one or like 10,000 like we do this because we really this is like a way of us like just you know reconnecting you know uh, what me and Dan uh, reconnect with um because we have like hectic lives of work and like adult responsibilities but um we just let you know like we we like doing what we do and uh we just like just sharing this stuff and um if if you guys like like what we do um we're gonna keep doing it if you don't like what we do we're still gonna keep doing it because we own this. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a fair point. There but, really isn't
0: anything you can do about whether or not we keep doing this show. <laughs> but either way, the
1: hits—the hits are gonna keep on coming, though. So, uh, 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 I'm just just glad to, you know, be here another day and just being able to do this with my buddy right here, Dan with the An, and um, always
0: appreciative. Yeah. Man.
1: So, and, you know, hopefully, you know, we keep doing this As long as we can, so
0: Thank you all for listening
1: Um It
0: has been a pleasure, as always I wish I could Hug all of you Yes! Or, no? I f*** up uh, <laughs> I wish I could just
1: hug you all
0: But I'm not going to
1: But someday he will
0: but, If I were an aspiring politician, I would
1: But, uh, and also one more thing, too Um uh, and I'm just speaking on experience too, like been through some tough stuff lately. Um, I just want to say for everyone listening is no matter how hard things get, um, I always think about like the serenity prayer. Um, You believe in prayer. If you don't believe in prayer, uh, I'm just going to put in like regards, I'm just going to put in the premise of don't over stress about the things that you can't control because it's just going to like, frustrate you and make you even more bitter and take you out of your element and focus more on the stuff that uh, that you can control and, and just going on from there and then focus on being better people from there because there's going to be a lot of obstacles in this world that will try to take you out of character or try to turn you into something that you're not or just try to just cut you down but the key thing is to uh, have ice water in your veins and just keep striving forward to your goals and reaching your dreams. Because you're gonna have a bunch of obstacles, and what's gonna truly test your character is how you deal with those set obstacles. So I just say for everyone listening, um, don't let don't don't let the stresses of things out of your control literally control you, and just. Uh, focus on the task at hand and reach greater heights because you all deserve. Well said, my friend. Mm. A very
0: wise person once said to me, I'm paraphrasing, but that uh, if the day is over and you're still here, that means you won. I think that's the end, isn't it?
1: I guess. And on that, <laughs> on that note, guys, um, D2Es. Damn with an an, and um, we're signing off, and we will see you next time. (laughs) You got get him like a cat scratcher.
0: He's got a cat scratcher. He just knows that if he destroys something, I'll wake up and feed him. It's pretty simple, actually. Joe, is he Pavlov dogging you or
1: something? Like,
0: I think that's what it is. I (laughs) I think he's conditioning me because I like having possessions. He
1: owns you.